titles of Jesus. We've seen Jesus as Savior, as Lord. We've, we've went in depth through these names. And check out the messages. You can uh, you probably find them, you can find them on Facebook. You can find them on YouTube. There's playlists that's actually already set. Uh, so it's edited. So you can check out all the series. And also all the Wednesday night Bible studies that we're having. Uh, they're all on YouTube as well. We're now in the book of Hebrews. We, we completed chapter 2 this past week. So if you want some, if you miss some things, they're there. Uh, matter of fact, I mentioned last week, there's a complete study of Revelation. So we're getting, there's a lot of in-depth Bible teaching that we're going through on Wednesday. And if you can't make it or tune in, it's online on YouTube. But we've seen Jesus as the light of the world. We've seen Jesus as Emmanuel. Last week we saw him as king. And today I'm preaching on Jesus as healer. As healer. And this is a fitting name that we, that we need to look to today. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people right now that need healing. There's a lot of people that are, are broken. There's a lot of homes that are broken. There's a lot of uh, people that have just, just going through some things. Families have lost loved ones. Two families that I love uh, this week have lost a loved one. Of course, we, we lost, uh, I don't want to say lost, heaven gains, heaven gain, but it's still, it, it's tragic uh, when you, 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 someone goes to heaven, hey, we're, we're left, you know, and we're left grieving, and so we're, we're praying for uh, the McLaughlin family as, as well, and, and actually got, got word and spoke to uh, Kim Jolly, and she, she had a sister that went home to meet Jesus as well, and so she's up in Charlotte right now. And it's, it's so amazing. They were here just a couple weeks ago. The, whole, the family was here visiting from North Carolina a couple weeks ago and just suddenly passed away. And so she's, she's up there in Charlotte right now, and they're, they're probably watching now. They watch every week. They watch all the, the messages. But it's just tragic. I heard of a suicide that, that recently took place over the weekend. I got a report after the first service of a young teenager girl a family member of somebody in our church that tried to commit suicide. So, man, there's some, there's some hurting people. There's some broken people. It's, it's like everything between the government trying to shut everything down and isolating people. You know, isolation, that causes depression, you know, and, and they're pulling everybody away and then, and then just, just hurting and, and the sickness and the COVID. And people's, there's people out right now with, with that sickness and, and all of that. So, so um, we need to look to Jesus as healer right? We need to look to Jesus as healer. I want to, I'm just going to do a simple little study today about Jesus as the healer. I'm going to begin in the Old Testament. Exodus 15 in verse 26 is where the Lord first introduced himself as healer. We've seen through this study that Jesus bears the essence of God, that Jesus, you know, he told his disciples, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He is God made flesh. We, we saw a couple weeks ago that he even embodies the names of God, the attributes of God, the, the, those powerful names that God introduces him, uh, him, himself in the Old Testament. Jesus even embodies those names. So when God identifies the Father, Old Testament, identifies himself in the Bible with a particular name, it's safe to attribute the essence of that name to Jesus. And in Exodus 15, 26, God introduces himself as the healer. He said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statues, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. Now, it is important to, that we keep these Old Testament stories in the proper context because they can, they can be taken out of context and, and, and God was speaking to those people in that time. But he says, I am the Lord who heals you. See, God is speaking to a stubborn people. He's speaking to the Israelites who are rebelling in the wilderness. You know, the Israelites, they, they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. 40 is the number for testing. They're, they're wondering, they're, they're complaining. In this, the, the context of this chapter, they're complaining about water. 
We're going to die. We're going to dehydrate. Where are we going to get water? And of course, we know that God always provided for their needs. He always provided the manna. He provided the water. But, but the point is, God is testing them. He's trying to teach them a lesson about faith. That's all these, all these different checkpoints in the wilderness. God is, has a specific test in mind. He, he's testing them about putting all their faith in him, putting all their trust in him. So it's through this particular experience that the Israelites, they not only learned something about themselves and something about their faith, but they also learned something new about God, that God is the God who heals. In Hebrew, that name is Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. And the first point about this particular name, I just want you to get to, get to know the formal name of the healer. His name is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. That's number one, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Rapha means healing. And in Exodus 15, what I want you to see is that when the Lord introduced himself as healer, notice that, that he wasn't introducing himself as healer on a great victory day for them. He, he wasn't introducing himself as healer when they just passed through the Red Sea when they just got all their blessings. He, he didn't introduce himself as healer when they were on cloud nine and celebrating. No, it was when they were in the wilderness. It was, it was when hope appeared lost, when it looked like they were gonna die, when it looked like they were going to perish. And, and that's when God revealed himself as healer. And see, we need to understand about Jehovah Rapha that it's through the trials of life that we really get to know the name Jehovah Rapha. It's through those trials, it's, it's when your world's falling apart that you really get to know Jesus as the healer. It's when things are broken, when sickness creeps into the body, when tragedy stripes, strikes, when, when a family is torn apart, when, when a marriage is broken, most importantly, it's when you realize that, you know, the greatest need in your life is spiritual healing. When, when you realize that, that, that you need all those things, but most importantly, you need healing from sin. You need healing from the effects of sin, from, from spiritual death. But it's in, the, it's in the worst moments of our lives that we really get to know the healer, the healer, because, and I know you can testify about this, because the healer just has a way of showing up right when we need him the most, doesn't he? He has a way of just showing up right on time, right in the midst of our brokenness, right in the midst of our, our desperation and hopelessness. It's, it, it's like he just shows up, knocks on the door and says, hello, I'm Jehovah Rapha the Lord who heals. I'm here to touch your life. I'm here to touch your soul. I'm here to, to mend whatever's broken in your life. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. How many of you could use a touch from Jehovah Rapha this morning? I could use a touch from Jehovah Rapha. Here's number two. It leads, it leads to number two about, about the healer, about Jehovah Rapha. Do you know that the healer desires to heal you? He desires to heal us. I know someone might say, well, why didn't he heal my brother? Why didn't he heal my sister or, or my spouse? Why didn't he heal the, the little baby that, that died of cancer? Well, the fact is, is finite beings with limited minds the fact is, when it comes to healing, we don't get to define what healing is. Only God can define healing. Healing can be physical. Healing can be spiritual. There's such thing as a heavenly healing. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We don't like it when we lose a loved one, but the Bible says precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints. We don't like all that. And look, I don't understand the tragedies of life. I don't understand. 
You know, you, you go through schooling and you go through training in this pastoral ministry and you take courses on counseling and, and what to say and what not to say. But I've just come to the conclusion, certain tragedies of life when, when a person is hurting and grieving, there's really no words. There's really nothing you can say. The gift of presence, just being in their presence and loving them. That, that's yeah, some things, that's all I know to do while we're here. We love you. We're here. We love you. But I don't have all those answers. I, t I wish I did. But I'll tell you what. I still believe he's healer. I don't have all the things to say through the tragedies of life. I don't have the answers, but, I, but, but I I'm going I'm to hold to the day that I die that he's a healer and that he desires to heal. I'm going to hold to that. He desires to heal. One of the reasons Jesus came to earth and put on this flesh like ours was so that he could identify with our hurts and pains. So he could feel what we feel. Do you know that when we hurt, he hurts? When we're in pain, he's in pain? Just like, just like parents, when, when, your, when your little kid gets sick and they got the ear infection or whatever it is or, and, and a sore throat and, and they're, they're crying and they're in pain, you can just feel their pain, can't you? It's just like, I wish I had that. You know, if I could take it in their place, I'd take it in their place. How much more our Heavenly Father? Because Jesus understands what we go through. He went through everything we've gone through. He went through the pain. He went through the hurt, the rejection, the brokenness. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, but he was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Don't tell me he doesn't care for you. Don't tell me he doesn't desire to, to, to heal and, and mend those broken areas of your life. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. See, that doesn't sound like someone who doesn't care, does it? Fact is, he desires to heal you and mend your brokenness more than you want to be healed and mended yourself. His desire for, for your wholeness is greater than your own desire. In the New Testament, Matthew chapter 8, verse 16 says, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. How many did he heal? All. Doesn't say he prejudged. He put them in classifications. He didn't discriminate between different races or different colors of skin. It says he just healed them all. All who came to him. And then it says in Matthew 17, Matthew continues by actually quoting from Isaiah 53, which we just read a little bit ago. He said in verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses now look in, in the world of Christianity and different denominations there's a debate about what Matthew's implying here good people disagree the, the, so there, there's, a, there's a side that says well Jesus is healing them all Matthew's talking about the cross so he's tying the cross to physical healing and some say well that means if you put it all together that everyone can claim physical healing because of the cross because of the atonement the other side says says no that's not the most important thing the the most important thing is spiritual healing the spiritual healing from the the cross that that was what the atonement was for so you got these two different sides some say see i can claim physical healing some saying no that's just referring to spiritual healing i'm not going to get into that debate i'm not going to get into the debate uh, whether you agree or, or believe or, or dis I, I think there's more scripture that points at the primary the primary mission of the cross was to save our soul from sin I think that's the prime but here's the point that we all agree on Jesus healed them all we can all agree that an, a, a major part of Jesus' ministry 
was healing the sick, healing the hurting. I heard, uh, well, actually, I read Warren Wearsby, one of my favorite theologians that I study from. He said, it was spiritual healing through the cross, physical healing through Christ's ministry. I like the way, he, I like the way that he put that. His ministry was to heal, was to heal. The point is, that same Jesus, that, that through his earthly ministry, healed the sick and the outcasts and, and the broken and, and those with infirmities and those with foul spirit. That same Jesus, that same healer still desires to heal today. Hebrews says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Guess what? Jesus hasn't lost his desire to heal you. He had lost his desire because he still identifies with our suffering and hurt. He still bears the scars on his hands and, and on his feet and, and on his side. You know, even in Revelation, all the way at the, the, the end of a physical time, he still has those scars saying, look, I, I, I'm going to identify with your pain and suffering all the way to the end. That says I'm still available to heal and mend what's broken in your life. I care. I care for you. My desire is to see you healed, is to see you restored. So he's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. He desires to heal. Well, what, what moves him to heal? What's the, the force or what moves the healer to heal? Well, there's a great example in Matthew chapter 9 where a woman has lived for 12 years with an issue of blood a flow of blood she's she's been to all the doctors she's gotten the report from the doctor she's given she's she's given all her money and and she don't have anything left but but the healer is coming to town she hears about the healer and she's she's going to meet the healer the crowds are great they're pressed on on every side but she's determined i'm not giving up i'm getting to the healer it said in verse 21, For she said to herself, If I may only touch his garment, I shall be made well. I like that. He's coming. If only I just touch the hem. Verse 20 speaks of the hem of his garment. See, that's one of those things that gets lost in translation. Actually, that's referring to the prayer shawl. The little, the little dangly things on the prayer shawl, it's called the tallit. Those little dangly things, that's what she's talking about. See, their significance. Jews wear the prayer shawl. You know the prayer shawl they have, and they got the... See, see those, they have those tassels because that, rep, that represents uh, their closeness to God. That represents the Word of God. It's, it's there when they touch it. It means they're touching and agreeing with the Word of God. So she sees Jesus with that prayer shawl. She, know, she, know, she, she's, she knows what that tallit is all about. She knows that those four corners represent the hem, the, 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 the hem of his garment, the tallit, the tassels. And she says, if I can just touch and agree with that tassel representing the word of God, I shall be healed and made whole. And it says that, that I, think it, I think it's Mark's version Mark says that when she touched that tassel, that Jesus felt healing power flow from his body. He felt something that, that flowed from him, and it stopped him in his tracks. And in verse 22, it said, But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, other, other gospel narratives say that she was in fear and trembling about what just took place. But Jesus turned around. He said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. What's one of the ways that, that moves the healer to heal? Faith. Faith, that's number three. Faith moves the healer to heal. Your faith. Your faith. See, it was her faith that caused her to push through the crowd. It was her faith that caused her to, 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 to see all the symbolism and the prayer showing, and, and she understood what the law, what, what the word said. It was her faith that caused her to declare the, the word of God. If I can just touch, I'll be healed. It was her faith that, that moved her to reach out and touch Jesus. It was her faith that, that caused Jesus to stop him in his tracks. 
Her faith. Her faith. If I can just touch him, I'll be made whole. Didn't the psalmist say, I believe, therefore I speak? I'm agreeing with what the word says. I believe in what the word says. Therefore, I'm speaking and declaring what the word says. See, that's faith. It's, it, it's faith to speak. It's faith to move. It's faith to action. It's faith to reach out. Now, I think all, I made it very clear. If, you, if you're listening to enough of my sermons, I made it very clear. I'm not into all of that. Name it, claim it, all that material, all that, some of that stuff off of TV and these guys with, with they got their millions and millions and just say this and you can get it and say that. I, I don't think that's biblical. I think it's materialistic. I think it's self-centered. But here's the point I am trying to say. You can name and claim what God has said in his word. You can speak out and declare what God has said in his word. You can declare what the Bible says. That's faith. We're supposed to do that. You can have the faith to reach out and touch the healer. That's faith because the declaration of faith the declaration of the word the exercise of your faith when you're when you're fighting through the crowds and you got everybody against you saying you can't you can't but you're just like i can i can through jesus i'm gonna keep fighting through i'm gonna touch jesus if you exercise that much faith it can't help but stop jesus in his tracks can't help it on the other side Negativity and doubt, that's not going to stop the healer, is it? Speaking out curses and speaking out all kinds of negativity. It, well, I don't, I don't think God's going to do it. I don't think God's going to heal. I don't, I don't, it, it, things are hopeless. God's not answering my prayers. You've got to guard your heart against that stuff. You've got to guard your, your mouth against speaking that stuff out the bible says death and life's in the power of the tongue we don't speak those things if you're going to speak something out instead of speaking i can't speak out i can do all things through christ instead of speaking out i'm going to die no how about speak out psalms 91 with the psalmist said, he said i shall live and not die i'm going to see the salvation of the Lord. i'm not planning on checking out anytime soon if, if you're, well, I don't know if God's able. This is a big one. This is a big one. No, no. Why don't, why don't you just declare what the Apostle Paul said? He says, my God's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I dare ask, think, or imagine. I serve the God who says, I'm the one who heals. I'm the one who restores. I believe I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And so we hold on to that. Hebrews says, hold on to your confession and declaration of faith. See, see it's faith that moves the healer it's faith that 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 stops the healer in his tracks i'm reaching out to touch it you know when we're moved we're moving to get to the healer he's moved to turn around and touch you you know what that means also it also means you don't have to get conned into sending a 300 dollars gift to the televangelist saying send me 300 dollars and i'm gonna give you a healing if you ever hear that on TV, it's a false prophet. Turn it off. <laughs> they gonna just, they're just stack, they, they stacking those chips in their bank accounts all they're doing. You know what it also means? It also means you don't have to, to go to the, to the faith healer and have the faith healer wave his white jacket and hit you over to get healed. You got access to the healer right now. Right now. You can speak that same word of faith Right now, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. I shall be healed because it's faith that moves the healer. What else moves the healer? Worship. Worship moves the healer. In Luke 17, Jesus entered into a village in the midst of Samaria and Galilee. I think this is even important to bring out. Samaria, the Samaritans, the, the outcasts, Galilee, the Jews. So here's this misfit village, this village that that's, everybody's mingled together. 
And so Jesus, he comes into this village and there's 10 lepers who stood afar off. And it said that they cried out. See, they couldn't, they, they, they had to stay away. They, they cried out, oh, Jesus, have mercy on us. And heal us, lepers. I think to really emphasize the picture here, I, th I think it's important that we understand what a leper is. See, the lepers were, were outcasts of society. Leprosy was a hideous very contagious disease. It was so awful that, that pieces of your body would, would rot and fall off. See, see leprosy, it, it would start to eat away the parts of your body that's furthest away from your heart, that, 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 that doesn't receive the blood flow, your, your ears, your nose, the cool areas of your, of your body. And it would restrict that blood flow and it would eventually lead to, to killing of the, the nerves and your limbs, they would go numb. And, and if, you, if you read about this, it was, it was just so, it was so awful. They were, they were forced into colonies and, and just terrible areas and, and vileness and rodents and they stunk in the smell and it would attract all the, the hideous animals and, and you can read of reports where in these leper colonies they, they go to bed with a finger and they wake up and there's a rat that's been gnawing on their finger because it stinks and they're oozing it and, and gnawing it off see that's leprosy they were the walking dead they were isolated don't, don't, don't come near us. They had to shout out. If, if, if a passerby came along, they had to shout out unclean. They were forbidden to worship in God's house under the Old Testament law. They were unclean. See, leprosy in the Bible, it's a picture of sin. It's a picture of sin because sin has a way of numbing your senses. Sin has a way of destroying and rotting away the parts of your life that's closest from the heart of God that's what sin sin leads to isolation sin leads to death you know it, it, it's amazing how, how so many people they, they don't want to come to church because they feel like they're not good enough for church it's because of that sin that's caused them to, to isolate themselves Well, I want to, I'll, as far as I, we're a leper colony for Jesus right here we're a leper colony for Jesus because we all are lepers We're all filled with that, that old sinful nature. Sin causes isolation. Sin causes death. Here's 10 men. They see the healer. They cry out, have mercy. Have mercy. Heal us. And Jesus does something strange. It's something he's never done before. Usually he's touching and He's, he's, he's laying hands and he's doing, he just shouts out, just go show yourself to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. That's what he says. And you'll be healed. So the lepers exercise faith. They go. These lepers that were considered unclean, that were considered forbidden to worship in, in the temple, they go their way and recognize, wow, I'm cleansed. I'm, I'm healed. See, see, Jesus wanted them to return to the house of God. He wanted them to, to return to the temple. And as they went, they noticed they're clean, they're healed, they're, they're rejoicing, they're celebrating. But, but as I close, I want to just focus on verse 15. I want to just focus because there was one who didn't immediately go to the priest. This one, it says in verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned. And with a loud voice, glorified God and this one Samaritan leper said in verse 16 that he ran back to Jesus and he fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks he was a Samaritan he was an outcast so Jesus answered and said were there not ten that were cleansed where are the, the nine were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Let's just digest this for a second. In verse 14, it says that, that they were cleansed. All ten were cleansed. 
show yourself to the priest and you will be cleansed that I found something new that I've never seen before as I was just studying and I'm, I'm one of those book nerds that especially when it comes to if I, if I want to look at a scripture I'll go through every single word I'll look it up in the Greek I want to know what the I want to dig something don't you just love when you find something new in the word of God you'd ever seen before I want check this out this 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 is revelation right here that Greek word that when Jesus, he shouted, go show yourself and you'll be cleansed. That Greek word that he used for all 10 is katharizo. K-A-T-H-A-R-I-Z-O. Katharizo is how it's spelled. Katharizo means to be purified, to be purged, to be made clean. So all 10 of the lepers were cleansed and healed so that when they go and present themselves to the priest, the priest could declare them clean. Therefore, they could enter into the house of God and worship freely like everyone else. It means they're no longer contagious. Now, what it does imply, though, it said they were purged, they were cleansed. They were cleansed, they were healed, but it does still give the implication that though they were cleansed and healed, there were still some effects of the a leprosy. Kind of like if you're healed from a gunshot wound, you might still have the scar. Cleanse, catharizo. But this one Samaritan, he was so overwhelmed with catharizo, with the purging and cleansing, that, that he came back to Jesus. He, he fell on his face, and he began to worship. And Jesus, again, I'm reading it again, verse 19 says, Go your way, your faith has made you well. To the ten lepers, he pronounced catharizo. You're clean. You're purged. But to this one leper, he pronounced you're made well. That's a different word that he pronounced to the worshiper. All ten were cleansed, catharizo. But to this one who returned to worship, Jesus pronounced you're made well. That word that, that he used for made well, it's the word sozo. Sozo means made whole restored back to the original complete unbroken follow me on this this is some shouting ground the other nine listen the other nine went home cleansed and purified from leprosy but the one who came back to worship Jesus wasn't just cleansed but he was completely restored as if he never had leprosy in the first place. That's the power of worship. That's the power of worship. Here's the point. The point is, crying out to the healer moved the healer to cleanse, but returning to worship the healer moved the healer to completely restore back to the original. Unbroken, complete made whole sozo are you looking just for catharizo just a little temporary cleansing or are you looking for sozo sozo just think about how the other nine missed out on being sozo made whole because they failed to return to worship the healer see those other nine only wanted Jesus for what he could do for them while the one who came back wanted Jesus for who he is for who he is see that's true worship true worship says I'm praising you for who you are not just for what you can give to me true worship says I'm praising my savior True worship says, I'm praising you because you're my redeemer. I'm praising you because you're my healer. Even if you don't give me another healing, I'm still returning back to praise the healer. Even if you never do another thing in my life, even if you never give me another blessing, I'm still returning back to praise and worship the blesser because we worship Jesus, not because of what he's done, but because of who he is. That's worship. That's worship. We're quick to cry out when we're in need. But once he fulfills the need, oh, how we fail to return to worship. 
You looking for Catharizo or for Sozo? See, the other implication when he says you are made whole, you are made whole, there, 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 there's something else here. There's something else here. See, 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 this leper understood that this is more than just a little physical, temporal healing. I need a spiritual healing. See, they understood these words and they understood what these, what these words mean. See, see, the point is, I know you're just stuck on the temporal and the physical and I just need this right now, just a quick fix. Boom, boom, boom. Jesus wants to do so much more for you than just a quick fix. He wants to do so much for the, more than, than just catharizo. He wants to do sozo. Do you know that word sozo is the same word that Paul the apostle uses when he speaks of salvation? the same word sozo salvation see the greatest healing is salvation salvation from, from sin from, from a sin see all of this junk that we go through it, it, it's the effects of sin sin is at the root and this leper this, the implication here is that the leper went back yeah he went back to Jesus as healer but he went back to him as savior the priest could pronounce the other nine clean, but only Jesus can pronounce that one leper saved. Saved. Sins are forgiven. Washed in the cleansing flow. Sozo. He wasn't there just for a physical healing. He was there for spiritual healing. That's why he was pronounced made whole. At the very beginning of this little study, we saw that Jesus is Yeshua. Yeshua means God is salvation. Salvation is soteria slash sozo. So Jesus is sozo. So if you need sozo healing to be made whole, go after Yeshua, the healer who is sozo. Because when you receive Sozo, when you receive Jesus, you receive everything you need. And I want to just close by just saying this. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe, maybe you're in here today, and I, and I know everybody's got a physical need. Everybody's got a physical. We all have physical needs and sickness and all of that. We all need that, that physical touch. But I just want to tell you, if you've never received Jesus as Savior, all this temporal quick fixes, it's not, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. If you haven't received spiritual healing, a, a, a little cleansing's not going to matter in the grand scheme of things because, because the Bible still says it's appointed unto man once to die and after that the judgment. You're still going to lose it all if you've never received Jesus as Savior. I want you to receive sozo. I want you to come to Him for a spiritual healing. If you've never received Him, I promise you, I know, I know sin, that sin, that, that let, it, it isolates you and it pushes you away. And I know maybe you're thinking, well, I've done too much. I've got, I, I've got too much sin in my life. No, Jesus is saying, come. Jesus is saying, come, receive Jesus. And I want to just do this for, for the saved people, the people that have already received Jesus. I know your need, I know you got a need, but I'd love for you just to, to, get your, to get your mind away from the need and just put it to the Savior. Get your, get your mind away from, from, from the need, uh, away from, from what you're desperate for, and just get it to Jesus. Just get it to Jesus, the Savior. Worship Him for who He is rather than just for the temporary things he can do for you. And I promise you, the healer will touch you. The healer will touch you. I want to sing this song. We just point everything to the healer this morning. You hold my every moment. You calm my raging sea. You are with me through fire, yes you do, and heal all my disease. We're going to look to Him. 
Lord, I trust in you. Come on, declare that. I trust in you. We're going to look to the Jesus. Oh, yeah. And I believe you're my healer. And I believe you are all I need. You're all I need. You're everything I need. Jesus. And I believe you're my Come on, just put it on the healer. Because there's power in worship. So sing hallelujah. Come on, this is just a worship service. We're closing in worship. Sing it out. Hallelujah. We're giving it to the Lord. Like the woman reaching out, we're reaching to Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, cry that out over your family. Hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. 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 
sing it again. Drums break. Come on. Let's let's just cry this out. Hallelujah. shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Let, let me just point you to the, to the one that, that can heal your life and heal your soul. Now look, you got to receive him. You got to receive him. I can't receive him for you. Would you pray with me even if you're watching at home or if you're in here and you don't know if Jesus is your savior? and you need that cleansing from, from sin, that healing from sin, would you pray with me? I'm just going to lead you in a prayer from your heart. Just pray this. Say, Jesus, I know that you died on the cross for me. Jesus, I know that you shed your blood for me. I was that leper, that outcast, isolated from sin, from that awful dreaded disease of sin that but I'm calling upon you and putting my trust in you as Savior and trusting that you're going to save me from sin. That, that you're going to forgive me. The Bible says as far as the east is from the west, that's how far he's going to remove the sins from you. That's how far. You remember your past, but when you put it all in Jesus' hands, he forgets it. He willfully chooses to forget the past. Give it to him. God, I, I, know, I know I've made a mess of things. But I'm trusting your word and I'm giving you my sins. I'm giving you my failures. I'm, I'm putting it all in your hands and I'm trusting you to be my savior. I'm going to live for you. I want to honor you the best I know how. Just ask him, fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. While your heads are bowed, I want to just pray for you collectively as a church family. I want to just pray for you. I'm sure there's people that are watching out of state right now they're watching and uh, and I know there's we, we all have we all have a need we all have needs we all are affected in some way from from some of the stuff that's going on and if you if you know someone who is sick who needs healing a family 
that's broken, a whatever it is, uh, maybe a family that's lost a loved one. If you've lost a loved one, I want you to slip up your hands. I, I just want to, maybe you want to stand in the gap for somebody who needs a healing, who needs whatever, something in their life. Slip up your hands. That's like that woman with that, with that issue. She, we're reaching up to Jesus. Lift up your hands and I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. And we're going to touch and agree and we're going to believe that Jesus is going to agree to touch us. Father, I just come to you in Jesus' name. Father, we know we, know we, live, in, we live in a world of sin, and we, we know we live in a, a world of, of brokenness, but Father, we also know that, that you're still the God who, comes in, who came into this world, who interrupted the world's order, and you desire to heal and to mend. And Father, we're going to believe. We're going to believe for the physical manifestation. We're going to believe that the same Jesus who healed them all is the same Jesus that's going to heal our affliction. So, Father, I just pray for those represented. Those There's so many out that have COVID. God, I just pray healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. People have lost their life to this. God, I pray healing in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Father, there's people with, with heart issues. There's people dealing with cancer. And it's just eating their bodies up. God, I just pray that the healer would touch them, Father. In Jesus' name. Your word says if, if two of you agree is touching anything it shall be done your word said you said let my word be established on the count of two to three witnesses we have two to three witnesses at least two to three witnesses who can attest to the miracle working power of God so we believe that you're going to still do it God those that have lost family members they need they need the healer to comfort them they need to he, they don't have to understand why but they need the healer to comfort them father in Jesus name for those families recently I I, I just heard of the suicides so many people are taking their life there's families in this community right now who are dealing with suicide a father killed himself a granddaughter tried to kill herself. That's the brokenness. That's the hurting. Father, I just pray in Jesus' name that, that, that we would be able to reach these people. And God, we don't want to just send out prayers. We want to actually send ourselves out to be the helping hands. See, that's what you need to do too, church. It's easy to sit in here and pray for the hurting. You need to get out there and touch the hurting and bring them in. So, Father, I just, we're going to hold this till we die, that you're the healer. And I believe that you're going to touch. And I believe that you're going to mend lives. And we believe that we're going to see your goodness. We believe, God, that, that it's always the darkest right before the dawn. We believe that, that 2022 is the year of light. Our light is going to shine. Our faith is going to shine. We're not going to partake of this political spirit. We know that, thing, that, that, that the devil's trying to, to put a wedge between the church. He wants to pit the Democrats with the Republicans. He wants to, he, we're not going to allow that in Jesus' name. We're rebuking that, that political spirit. Jesus is our king. Jesus is our healer. So we just give you praise, Lord, for everything that you've done in our life. And if you agree, say amen and give him a shout of praise. That's right. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. If you need prayer, I'll be down front. We'll have some prayer partners down front. God bless you.